So this is actually pretty exciting. This is the uh, first of many of this podcast. It's the Joe Shannon Podcast here live coming to you from Jersey City. I got my buddy Joey C here getting ready to talk about something that we both enjoy and love. It is cannabis. Joey C, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. What's Glad going? To be here. What's going on? How's life? I can't complain. You know, just got a new job a couple months back. You know, everything's been looking up in life. You know, I can't can't complain. And I I'm just happy to see what's gonna happen this year. You know, brand new year. Already one month in. It's a little bit scary. It does feel <laughs> it does feel like January did kind of fly by, didn't it? Yeah, no. Nah, it, it felt like it, it was just yesterday. The whole year started. And now we're starting the next month, and I feel like I haven't done anything this past month. So that that's always a good feeling. <laughs> that's very awesome. So what do, what are your goals for you know 2020? Where do you see yourself? What do you want to do this year that you haven't done in the previous years of your existence? What what's what's in store for this year? I think one of my major issues for like the past couple of years have always just been thinking too large when it comes to my yearly goals. You know, always trying to say this is going to be my year which which i'm still going to be thinking this is going to be my year every year is going to be my year <laughs> um but I, I i have smaller goals i want to cases i want to start things to stay consistent um that's always been a major issue for me so that, that's definitely out there to be more consistent with whatever i decide to do you know that is a beautiful answer man so let's get down to it the reason for this podcast is uh, to talk about something specific especially with this being the premiere episode of the podcast we're going to talk about cannabis Something, like I said, that we both enjoy and love. So uh, let's get started here. Um, what I want to know, especially with you, the origin of your journey with cannabis, how, where, you, where you started, uh, what do you remember about the first time that you smoked? What did you smoke? Who did you smoke with? Uh, where were you? Just, you know, if you want to tell me a story or two about your experiences, how did you feel? Did you get all dumb and crazy? Did you fall asleep? Or would you just chat right. me up? All right, if I'm going to tell the story properly, I have to set up a couple of things. You know, I'm 26 years old. I've been smoking since I was about 20, 21 years old. So I, I got into the game really late compared to a lot of people I know. Excellent. Um, but going back further than that, I was heavily against marijuana. Um, 100% when I was in high school, used to look down on people who smoke weed um, and had that whole picture. And that's because... Oh. I'm half Asian. I had I had to bring it up. You know, you got you got to stay focused. Gotta Listen, stay on man, the, Asian <laughs> being Asian has nothing to do with smoking. It, it, You've seen Harold and Kumar, right? That dude was chief, and of course, but it also did like you, you have your parents writing you. You set direction, of course, um, and then heavily anti, heavily anti drugs. You know, they they smoke, which is always funny because they you know they did they, they they drank alcohol. Well, my mother did, so that's always like a very fun contradictory thing I, I love from them. Um, so I was heavily against it, then. I started working at GameStop at the age of 18. And when I was there, I had some uh, I had a supervisor and I had a manager, both extremely cool guys. I, I became great friends with them. And they were heavy pot smokers, you know? Heavy pot smokers, not and, just you know, light pot smokers, oh, heavy God, pot no, smokers. They would talk about it, like we talk about it. Oh, they, they would bring it up always. And it wasn't something I, I was familiar with. I was, you know, never really around it, you know, but these guys seem to have their shit together, you know, so it can't be that hurtful a thing. You know, I guess a little peer pressure involved with that. <laughs> peer um, pressure, huh? So I was, you know, they would give me rides home. And one night they're like, no, it's not even that bad peer pressure. They would give me rides home. And then one night they were like, you want to try this? I want to say this went on for a month. They would ask just to be nice, friendly. And I would always just say no. One one day I decided to do it. 
I maybe smoked a tiny uh, joint, maybe like one fourth of a joint that he nah, less than that, maybe like one eighth of a joint. And I was high outside of my goddamn mind. Jesus, that sounds awesome. It was. I, high I, outside of your mind. I, I, <laughs> I, went, I went home. <laughs> I went home. Uh, when I was still living with my parents, I went home and was just, just like, I need to eat. Like, <laughs> that was the first instinct that came into my head. The, of course. The, 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 the house was like wibbly wobbly, you know. And it was amazing. And, like, I knew I was, like, hyper-focused. I was answering my parents like it was nothing. And I don't think they had any idea I was on it. Um, but I was just going in on that food they made. I think it was, like, some fried chicken. It was it was phenomenal. Now, with the whole nerves thing settling in, did you – talking to them, did you feel like you were going to, like, slip up a little bit? Like, were they hounding you? Did you have an idea that no, they, they knew that you they, were a little stoned? They had no idea. They had no idea. I felt like I was trying to be ahead of them and answer things before they even <laughs> asked them. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not in the right mental state at that time. Absolutely. Um, but no, it was, it, it was fun. You know, I, I, ate, I ate a shitload and then I passed out. Um, <laughs> but, you know, my parents had no idea. And then I want to try it again, you know. Uh, and I want to try it with my close friends. You know, they, they, I know a couple of my friends at that time. You know, they were, they were pretty decent, big smokers. Um, so I, I decided I, I didn't want to try it again. And and this is how crazy it is. This is when we were younger. You know, we went out there and got a, ourselves a little two for 15, you know. <laughs> not even copping weight. That, that's how young I was. We're not even copping weight. We're, we're out here copping two bags. Two bags for the think, price of one. Think, think how crazy that was back in the day, going out there getting a point five for 10 bucks. That's not, there you go. Yeah, that was, that's the way to that do was it. The life, that was the life we were living in. But go back. You know, we would pick up our two for 15. Head over to uh, one of my friends, uh, a friend of a friend's basement. She was really cool. Uh, you know, decided you know, we'll smoke there. So we're smoking. I am just gone at this point. I mean, <laughs> I'm having a great time. I'm laughing. We're all talking, joking around. And I start saying some stuff. And all I hear is, Joe, what did you just say? So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, maybe, maybe I always have an issue sometimes just slurring my words. Not saying exactly what I want to say. So, you know, let me just radiate myself. And I say it again. And they're like, Joe, you're not fucking speaking English. <laughs> oh, you were, you were speaking the, uh, the different language. <laughs> and I'm just like, in my mind, I know exactly what I'm saying. I, I don't, like, to this day, I don't know what the hell I was saying. But I know what I'm saying. It's, it's basically, you know, when you talk, you have the words pop in your head before they actually come out. So exactly. You, you, know, you know what you're saying. Exactly. That's exactly what's happening to me. But the words are in my head or not the words coming out. So I'm like, I'm going to video record this. And so I start video recording a couple things. Maybe it was like five, six minutes of us talking. And, you know, they're laughing their asses off because, you know, I'm not speaking English apparently. So I play it back. And all I hear is... (laughs) just, Just random syllables and laughter. And it was phenomenal. So, after, after you, you know, I, I, I was a good experience, you know, that was, that's why I always considered my first time smoking, you know, I did have the experience with my coworkers before then, um, but I will never consider that to actually be my first time, because I, I don't remember too much of it, you know, it was, it was a good time, a, a nice high, but that second time, not being able to speak English, I, I feel like that, that really just <laughs> takes the cake.
Well, yeah, when you don't usually speak your modern, you know, language that you were born knowing how to speak, it can get a little crazy when you don't know how to speak it, stoned or not stoned. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, what, what was your first experience when it comes to, like, smoking? My first experience, man, I, I was with a bunch of friends, and I, I was so... I was nervous. I was the type of person that was a little nervous. I... I wasn't sure if I actually wanted to get into smoking because I never knew how it was going to make me feel. And when I tried it for the first time, I was a nervous wreck. And I just remember, I felt like I lost all control of everything. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was scared because my mind felt different. My body felt different. I don't, it was, it was probably some strain of sativa because it was like that, that jumpy high. And I felt all, uh, all out of shape and out of proportions and it was just like oh my god like I just want to not feel like this anymore but then you keep smoking and smoking and smoking you get adjusted to it and voila you turn into a fucking pothead before you know it and your life has just been changed because marijuana is introduced into your life as one of your closest friends and confidants <laughs> you know what I'm saying I feel like, I feel like that's a major issue with a lot of people who say they've tried smoking and don't enjoy it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do believe there's people out there who don't enjoy smoking. Same thing. There's people out there who don't enjoy drinking. Absolutely. You know, there's, there's, you know, fundamental good things about it, fundamental bad things about it. Um, but I feel like a majority of people who have tried smoking and say it gives them anxiety, I feel like there's two different reasons for that. You know, the people you're smoking with, you know, it's going to bring out the fact of how you really feel about them. So if you're not comfortable with people around you, even though you don't actually feel that, you're definitely going to feel that when you start smoking. And then second, just, just going way too far and above and getting way too high for the first time. and <laughs> Way I, too high for the first time. Yeah, no, I mean, even now if I get, sometimes if I smoke a little too much, and I, I, get, I get anxiety attacks, you know, I feel like, look out the window, oh shit, are you the cops there? paranoia, <laughs> you know. It is, it is not a good feeling, um, but, you know, it's something that, that I feel like it comes with it, you know, same, same back thing with alcohol, you know, some people get angry. No, I just have panic attacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think my first experience with a gravity bong, I think that was a little over the top for my first time. I didn't start off with the joints. I didn't start off with the blunts. You know, bong or bowl, it was a fucking grab bong. And I was on my ass. I got up. I didn't know where I was. I didn't like the feeling. It was just a bad feeling. The next day and the next day and the next day, it just got easier. And then I started smoking more and more and more, and the, the friends group grew, and it just all turned into great times ahead after that. And I don't regret any of it, because it brings me to my next point. With the whole, something I really wanted to talk about, too, is the medical side of cannabis. You got your positives, you got your negatives. A lot's been changing over the years with states, you know, finally legalizing it and realizing all the positive effects of cannabis and everything that it's doing for people, whether it's helping with anxiety, uh, insomnia, fibromyalgia, um, all the positive and great things that it can do for one's body and it can help them. So where, where, do, where, where do you feel, what, what is your uh, general consensus of medical cannabis? Where do you see it? When it, when it comes to medical cannabis, the, I feel like a major issue out there is a lot of misinformation, um, especially when it comes to the fact of like it being like this meta of wonder like cure. You know, there's a lot of people out there. It can cure cancer. It can help with cancer. Um, it can help you with a lot of different things. Um, and a lot of that's just not true. And it's sad that a lot of that information is pushed with, with marijuana, which does hurt its case of becoming legal. Um, but what I do see it being the huge helpful, it's a great pain reliever. We've seen that study after study. And a lot of people who end up using um, medical marijuana will actually not want to take um, 
uh, any any like any other drugs when it comes to like pain relievers, oxycontin stuff like that, which are you know taking oxycontin will lead to uh, down that road of taking uh, what's wrong looking for. Um, taking those type of drugs, opiates, you know, opiates, taking opiates, opiates. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so that that becomes a very negative thing. You know, once you, like you take oxycontin, you get addicted to that, and you lead down the road to get cheaper, more powerful opiates, which usually leads to overdosing, becoming deceased. Yeah, you know? heroin. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, you know, one of the cool things, uh, especially I, I read in the past, Colorado, they actually are giving cannabis to recovering addicts, and it's actually helping them overcome. Like I know. Um, a lot of people that are struggling with uh, getting off heroin are on methadone. And in Colorado, they're substituting methadone for cannabis. And they feel like it's uh, actually really helping them out. And they're, they're having a lot of good results. And it, it just seems like it's so much easier to say, okay, here's a joint. Here's a couple of joints. Let me give you a card. You go into a store. You buy what you need. You go home. You light up. You have a good time. You do the same thing the next day. You don't have to worry about overdosing. You don't have to worry about taking too much. It's just something that can benefit you for the rest of your life in the long run. You know, that, and that's what I think is the greatest thing in the world. Because people are now looking at it, oh, marijuana is so bad for you. It can, it's so, it, can just do, it can destroy your life. But now everyone's seeing and their eyes are being opened that it's just helping everyone that actually opens their mind to it. And see something that could actually be a positive thing. I mean, let, you know what I'm I mean, saying. Let's put on our conspiracy theories hats here. Conspiracy theories. Um, you know, we if you look at it, you know, a lot, a lot of people who are against it, especially lobbies and stuff like that, you'll see that they actually come from the, uh, they come from medication, they come from big pharma. You know, they they're the ones who are heavily against you know the legalization of marijuana and the availability of medical marijuana, and because it looks like it is coming into their their. Uh, they're down the bottom line. You know, you look at the fact, like you said, you look in Colorado, people have been, you know, sent over to use marijuana to help them get off of it. You know, the fact of a lot of people who use marijuana don't actually lead over to the whole opiate crisis, which is a huge crisis, which a lot of it starts and stems from uh, big pharma. You know, they, you know, uh, doctors start prescribing these pills. They're like, oh, you got pain, here you go. Shove, a, shove some pills in your face. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. And you know, it, it's sad. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of other ways to remedy it. A lot of things they could take a look at, but it's just a lot easier just to describe you something, get you out the door, and on to the next one. And like I said, it, it, getting conspiracy theory on, you know, it, it, it's that, that's the reason. You know, we don't see a wide opening of uh, legalization. You know, I, I I do believe there is some good uh, opposition out there. You know, good reasons for people not wanting to uh, have illegal. You know, and I, I would love to hear those arguments. But a lot of it does stem from the fact of like it's it's this uh, even even to this day even though there, there's been studies that that go against it saying that uh marijuana's uh uh ah man just you know let the, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, the opening yeah. door for the rest of the drugs. You we'll know? we'll find someone who really <laughs> really hates it and we'll have a debate. <laughs> we'll have a show just like going back and forth, just bashing it and agreeing. No, this is good for you. No, it's bad for you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. And we'll just have something. And just, we'll, you know, we'll have a good time with it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we got that out of the way. I'm glad I got to hear your beliefs on that. What I'd like to talk about now, man, is, is something that's really cool. We both live in New Jersey, right? Um, out in California, I, I was there a couple times last year. It was crazy when it came to the cannabis game, dude. Crazy. People lighting up in the middle of the street. You know, I was at Santa Monica, Venice Beach, downtown LA. People were just lighting up like it was nothing. 
I mean, you're in uh, downtown Jersey City. You know, you're just hanging out outside of Newport Mall. You light up a joint, a cop comes by. What's that cop going to do? Is he going to arrest you? Is he gonna, is, is he going to say, uh, what are you doing? What, what do you got there? Like, downtown Jersey City? I don't know. Downtown Jersey City, I feel like you, you probably get probably get arrested you know if you if you in the hill if you're in um the heights probably get a slap on the wrist um around here marijuana isn't taking that as bad of a thing uh but depending where you're at you know downtown's a little more high upscale so they might take it a little more seriously i know if you go to like bergen county in new jersey they will throw the goddamn book at you absolutely um so it all depends where you, where you get caught with it you know especially the neighborhood uh but uh, jersey city's they, you know, they they rather you just don't show them their face. They don't, won't really care about it. Absolutely. So another big question to uh, California was obviously, you know, the first state in the game to actually change things, and now they're just crazy with it. Uh, the, all the dispensaries out there, uh, growing wise, just the distribution of it, uh, the positivity out there. Where do you see New Jersey in five years in the cannabis game? I mean, how how do you see things? Like, where do you see? Everything that we've been talking about in the past five years in regards to cannabis here in the Garden State of New Jersey. In all honesty, I thought by at this point we would we would have it legal um, and just be able to smoke it on the open and not have an issue with it. And it, it's been a lot slower. Um, you have heavy opposition against it um, from the Republican side. I do see that, but at the same time, you do have a you do have the fact that it is being pushed slowly but surely. And we'll, we'll probably see it become legal within the next five years, even though I feel like I was saying this five years ago. <laughs> I think we all were, man. I think we were all uh, looking forward to, you know, enjoying it, especially it being legalized and everything. Um, I'm really, really happy that I got to talk to you about everything. But we're going to have some fun. The last couple minutes, we're just going to, I'm just going to shoot the shit, ask you some questions I think uh, you could actually enjoy. Let's have some fun with this. Are you ready for some questions? Sure open honesty you're gonna they're gonna be stupid they're gonna be fun but you know what they're all gonna revolve around this great thing that we both love okay so um music wise right you're 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 sitting at home you're smoking a joint what is your music of choice i mean it always comes down the same thing a music of choice uh 75 percent of the time edm and then the rest of the time uh some uh some good rap, uh, new age rap. You know, I do listen to the old school, but when, when I'm when I'm in the mood, in that mood, I, I want to listen to like the newer stuff I, I fell in love with. So the the new age rap stuff, like who who who's your go to? Like, uh, name drop me here. Uh, there's two two I have that I do listen to on a regular basis. Um, you have Rich Brian, um, an Asian uh, rapper who I who th- I think is a great lyricist and uh, Cal Scrubby a white rapper who yet again I think is a great lyricist and that's why I definitely look when it comes to rappers okay good shit so we covered the music now uh, you know like I said same scenario you're at home smoking a joint you turn your TV on are you a movie guy or are you a show guy I, I, I'm I'm the YouTube guy who's watching memes all night long. If I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, the YouTuber, we've had some we've had some fun nights where we just bullshit and just watch YouTube videos. I like that about you. Very spontaneous. You're all over the fucking internet when it comes to YouTube. <laughs> um, all right. So another thing too, we talked about the um, the music. We talked about the the entertainment side. Let's talk about munchies, man. What is your, what is your go to munchies? See me, I'm a big cereal guy when I'm stoned. There's nothing like a nice bowl of cinnamon toast crunch when you're baked. So what do you go to? What do you uh, 
What's your go-to munchy food, man? When, when it comes to go-to, it would, would just be gummies. Like, anything gummy, gummy worms, uh, <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. Like, I will, there, there's, the best part is, like, uh, next to me, maybe, like, a block away, less than a block, there's this gas station, you know? And they opened up maybe, like, four or five years ago. And I've probably been in that goddamn place every day since they opened up. And I will raid their candy section. Jesus, there you go. And candy. it is... I it, I have experienced so many. One thing I would like to know: Do you know Arizona the the drink? The iced teas. The iced teas. Absolutely. They make a gummy. They do. They do. It is horrible, <laughs> but they make it. <laughs> they also have create. They also have cotton candy. Arizona. Arizona. The same candy. people that make the iced tea candy. Yes, the, the same people geez. make the iced tea. They have cotton candy and they have gummies. That's gotta taste horrible. I can only imagine how horrible it actually tastes. I I, t- I tasted. I tasted the gummies. They were horrible. I saw the cotton candy. I laughed and just, like, walked by it. Which, I will, will admit, if you ever want to eat something amazing, well, hi, cotton candy. And I will describe it like this, and I have convinced many people who don't like sugary foods, who are, like, you know, or, you know on a diet and don't want to <laughs> eat sugary food. They're like, you know, get it away from me. I'm like, it's like eating a cloud. The best way to describe eating cotton candy, well, hi. So you're in the clouds while you're eating clouds, exactly. or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? That's that's pretty awesome. All right, uh, another question too. So um, now, when it comes to getting baked, are you indica, are you sativa, or are you hybrid? So what's your go-to? Nowadays, I feel like this argument or this debate doesn't exist because almost everything we're smoking is hybrid. You know, there's there's not no, no single brand, um, single brand. There's no there's no single strain of sativa or indica. Um, everything you basically get now is a hybrid. You know, it might be dominant of one strain versus the other, um, but it's all hybrids, you know. And in my opinion, hybrids are way better than what we've seen in the past when it comes to, like, indica, uh, indica only or sativa only. Okay. Because at the end of the day, like, I understand, I know a lot of people who, are, who are, say they're, they're heavily into indica, then they'll tell me their favorite strain, and they'll be a sativa dominant, you know. And it's one of those things where people, majority of people don't know what they want. They just want something good. You know, absolutely agreed. Same same thing with me and alcohol. You know, I I I don't know what I want. I know I want whiskey. I don't care what <laughs> brand it is. As long as it's whiskey, as I'm happy. As long as it's whiskey, you're happy, camper. Exactly. All right, man. Last question. Um, so since you first actually started smoking, right? You said you started when you were 21. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing that has been impacted on your life? since you started what's what's one thing that you've noticed about your life that's changed for the better and also for the worst let's get let's get both sides there um uh, for for the better i i feel like i've always had an anger issue um you know growing up i would always be quick to anger um smoking has calmed that down a, a lot you know it just it just makes me more open to other people's opinions it makes me more open to suggestions you know um I think one great example would be when I was younger, I was heavily against Donald Trump being voted in. Um, and then I had a friend who voted for Donald Trump. And normally, I feel like before I started smoking, it would just been, you're an asshole, you're an idiot. Um, but I decided to listen to him. I asked him why. Instead of getting angry and jumping to conclusions, I asked him why. And I, I learned a lot from him. You know, I learned a lot, and I learned a lot about myself and what, you know, about what I believed in and the fact of that I didn't know what I believed in and you know I just making opinions based off of what I hear instead of actually looking for looking for a substance that's fair um and I feel like because of you know because of marijuana it helped helped me become like that 
Um, one thing I, I do see as a downside is the fact that uh, I was going a little crazy with it, so it has become a, a good money sink. Well, maybe for like two or three years uh, of my past, you know, I, I've gotten better with it. Um, but if you have money issues, it's not really going to be beneficial. But I feel like any any vice is not going to be beneficial. Absolutely, of course, <laughs> food, anything, yeah, video games. Um, that that's. You know, I I really did enjoy talking to you about this, and I appreciate you coming on here. First episode of this journey that I really have high hopes for. <laughs> Get it, high hopes. <laughs> so, dude, I really I really enjoy talking to you, man, and I appreciate it. And I really hope that you can come back on here soon. Uh, talk about what 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 what, would, what do you see yourself talking about the next time we come on here? Because I know you're a dude. That's all over the fucking place. We bullshit about wrestling. You just talked about the politics. What What do you see us talking about the next time I hit the record button? And what are you seeing us shooting this shit about, man? In all honesty, this, this is going to come out of left field. Um, I know I talked about it a little bit, you know, when we first met. Uh, but I think it'll be very interesting to talk about poker. And, like, how implementing poker into your actual day of life can be extremely beneficial because it has been for me over the past year and a half. That's pretty damn interesting. I can't wait. So we'll talk about that um, along with any other topics. So guys, what I'm going to do is I'm going to end this show right here. I really hope all of you enjoyed what I'm doing here. Um, you know, I'm going to put this on YouTube. I hope you guys can share this. Uh, hit the like button. Don't hit the thumbs down button because that would really suck and probably make me cry. Share it, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever that, social media uh, handle. Big Farmer being the one putting the thumbs down, you know? I know, man. It, it, would, down. it would be such a disappointment. <laughs> this is really exciting to me. You know, it's something new and exciting. So um, this is it, man. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to sign out right now. Hope all of you have a great day. Have a great rest of your weekend. Uh, I hope you're all rooting for the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. If you don't, then I don't know what to tell you. You're probably... I don't even know. I, I'm just going to stop talking there. Just go 49ers. All right. I love you all. Peace out.